The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or get on the Facebook Blitz page. Send a message, Aaron will read it if he likes it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can start texting the show again at 5.30. They're banned until then. Uh, Twitch is also in semi-timeout. So maybe we'll check Twitch. Maybe we won't. Uh, miss the first hour. Not a quarterback argument. And Lamont, I think, has a good point. And I think this is this is the subtlety. You're not reading this off Twitter, are you? No, this is on. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't banned. You unbanned him briefly. I hadn't banned Twitter yet. Okay. I, I was going to because of one comment. Um <laughs> About the guy saying three first-round picks isn't really three first-round picks in y'all's conversation. It's only two plus a pick swap. Three picks is three players. For one is one player. It's not a pick swap. Stop with that, Cody. Anyway, Lamont says, uh, I think AJ's philosophy is pretty simple. A lot, not all of these high-profile and paid quarterbacks are, are not worth gutting your team financially. Of course, they're exceptions. And that's the point. I think you're blanket state, statementing this on quarterbacks. And... Well, I, I, I did say, I mean, like, Tom Brady's made it work. But no, the difference but, is everybody thinks their team's guy is that guy. And they're well, no, more but often that, but than they're not, not, they're wrong. But they're not. And and there's a lot of guys I wouldn't have done that for. And and I, honestly, as a Bills fan, I'm torn on it, too, because I love Josh Allen. I, and Josh Allen is going to make uh, there's no doubt pre, the Bills are going to pre-ejaculate pay. Deshaun Watson money. The, the, the Bills are going to pay Josh Allen. Make yeah. no mistake, whether I like whether, whether I think it's the right idea or not. But... It, it's. I, I do think philosophically, I think there's something too. Well, and, and the Rams are the good example because they paid Jared Goff, and at the time, even they were kind of thinking, well, maybe we should just re- reset the quarterback thing. Jared Goff got him to a Super Bowl, so you paid him for that. Probably should have won that Super Bowl if Sean McVay hadn't choked against Bill Belichick, but that's okay. It happens. Um, but yeah, that that one. Listen, I, and as much as I like Dak Prescott, the person. No way in hell I'm paying him that. And I said that all along because now you're locking him in and the rest of your roster needs a lot of help. Good luck with that. And I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm happy for the person because I think he's a good dude. Uh, as far as I can tell, I mean, I don't know anymore because I don't know who takes towels off and who doesn't. But I wouldn't have paid that much for him. And there's a lot of guys like that. Now, the difference is, do you think, and it's hard because, okay. I hate, I hate when I say it's hard because, um, you know, now I see the air thrusting again. Because now now that all of this has come up, there's no way in hell anybody would pay anything for Deshaun Watson. No. But before that, yeah, at that number, I mean, a smart team could have, I mean, if the Saints had figured out a way to get him, they would have kept a good team around him. I, I think smart organizations can do it. Uh, and, I, and I think with the right, it depends on the guy. I just don't think you can make that. You just say, all right, well, we don't want this guy in his uh, on his new contract, on his second contract, when that guy is still going to be, I think in his case, significantly better. I mean, you're not getting Trevor Lawrence. 
There's no way you're getting Trevor Lawrence. The Jaguars have that spot for a reason. And guess what? It may take five years. Then what's going to happen? You're going to have to pay him. So I, I, I agree with you philosophically in a lot of cases, but there's also some guys that you, you just got to say, all right, I got to pay this dude. And, and, it, you're, it, and guess what? Sometime, like I said, there's going to be a time where it works. Yeah. I just think that we're going to continue to point at those examples that work and just be like, well, they should have worked in these other examples because that guy was good enough to do it. And I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm, sometimes there's other, and, and that's why there's too much importance on the quarterback, which is kind of the argument you're making. And it's not always those guys' fault when it doesn't work out. And, you know, again, I, I, and I would, but that's not the only examples that are out there. Right. Fred, what I'm saying is I'm not saying it's Drew Brees' fault or Aaron Rodgers' fault or Russell Wilson's fault that they haven't won another Super Bowl. I'm saying they would have more Super Bowl-worthy rosters built around them if they weren't making top-five quarterback money. Or maybe... And I don't think or, that, or, that's or, not even arguable, is it? Uh, maybe the front office needs to do a better job. I mean, the Saints have done a really good job of putting Super Bowl talent around them. They just haven't won it. I mean, you've got Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. I mean, they've got those kind of players defensively they they're they've got players they just haven't gotten it done for whatever reason and I, I i would take up until last year i'll take that roster over almost anybody on their rookie contract right now because i feel like they were good enough to win they didn't and you know that's uh and i do and, and, and but that's also an exception let me make that clear and i also think there's been enough around aaron Rodgers. i just don't think aaron Rodgers is uh i mean he played great last year they, you know, it, what, is it coaching? Is it what? They had good enough players last year. Just didn't I, get it done. I also give, uh, I, I give credence to the fact that when Jared Goff takes you to a Super Bowl, you go, what are we going to do? Send this guy out of town now? When Joe Flacco wins you a Super Bowl, it's really hard to just say, all right, right, Joe, go get your money elsewhere. Yeah, because, I mean, that's that's the whole goal, right, is to win. But we also can agree that sometimes that emotional decision isn't always the right decision. No, and sometimes it's not emotional. Sometimes it's a, hey, thanks, you know, you got us here. But to, to your point where, yeah, there's a few exceptions where it could have worked out and hasn't. I also think there's a lot more exceptions where you're like, do I really want to get rid of this sure thing? For guesswork because they're all guesswork no matter what if, if if everybody was right Patrick Mahomes is not going after Mitchell Trubisky not not eight sure. eight picks later or whatever it was so they're not going to be right and well, paying guys on a second deal is always guesswork too um it it depends I mean you you got to feel like Patrick Mahomes wasn't guesswork no well I, I mean but again for now, we, those we, are we haven't, those, seen him, we haven't seen him play it down on it yet no but we will but those are small exceptions and there are exceptions to everything. That's why I think strategically what you're saying works in the right situations. But I don't think it's I don't think you can just say do it all the time and don't pay any quarterback. That's because I, I I do think you know it, it's not not every Super Bowl is going to be won by a quarterback on his first deal the rest of the way. No, but I think more are going to be than aren't. But even last year, Brady was making more money than he ever made in his life right. with the Bucks. And like I said, Brady's the greatest quarterback that's ever played. And they also had a really good team around him. Sure. Well, so you can have both. And what do you think if Brady wasn't the greatest quarterback of all time, all those guys would want to have come and played for veteran minimums? 
Uh, not all of them played for veteran minimums. A lot do, of, do you think, and Gronk, a lot of the guys, do you think Gronk comes out of retirement to go play with uh, Tyrod Taylor in Tampa? Uh, probably not, but that's... You know, there were a lot of they guys were, already in but, Tampa, especially on that defense. But you do agree they were able to build that team the way they did because people wanted to go play with Tom Brady. Yeah, but it wasn't as many as, I mean, it wasn't like the whole roster. They already had guys no, there. They did have a good roster. Shaq but, Barrett and all those guys on defense that, that had to get paid, too. I mean, that, that was the one thing that was really missing because their defense a year before was fantastic. They just it got overshadowed by the fact that Jameis Winston went 30-30. But... See, now we should make a 30 for 30 on that season. I mean, I, honestly, that would. But, but no, I mean, it, it's, it can be done. And, hell, Peyton but, Manning, you don't think guys didn't want to play for Pey- with Peyton Manning when he went to oh, Denver? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and flip side of that argument, Colts did a crappy job later in his career of putting players Absol- around 100%. Because that guy should have won more Super Bowls. Now, let me also say uh, on this point, and this is maybe uh, uh, where we can delineate when you should pay a guy versus when you don't. The truth of it is the Cowboys and the Texans didn't have the on-field results that would warrant paying their quarterbacks the kind of money that they did. Like, if you're close, if the, if the Texans had played in the AFC Championship or something, I could see it. But to say, well, he's got big numbers. I, well, I... I mean, they were they were eleven and five the year before he got his contract. Eleven and they, five, and they lost to the Super Bowl contender, and they lost to the Super Bowl champs, who they had a big lead on. And they I, shouldn't have even won the game that they that they did win. Well, in the no, playoffs. they shouldn't have. But they should have never been in Kansas City to begin with. Yeah, yeah. yeah which uh, that should have been the Bills. That should have been the Bills blowing a lead to the Chiefs. Uh, well, I don't think the Bills would have gotten a lead. Probably on the Chiefs, not. So they they were they were a year away from being really good. But you know, the thing is, you have to make that decision. Now, I was the one saying, don't sign him. I was saying, let him play out his fifth-year option yes. and, then, and then franchise him. Oh, and, and I guess, stand by guess that. Guess where you'd be right now. You'd be sitting in a lot better shape right now if you were the yep. Texans. Yeah, well, a lot better shape. But when have they ever listened to me? Well. But no, I would have made him prove it. And when he went 4-12, and 12, I don't care if he led the league in passing yards. I would have. Uh, and then, yes, when, when the opportunity was there, I also said this. When the opportunity there was to get a haul for the guy, see ya. So if you had, if if he had gone four and twelve last year and you hadn't signed him to this deal, what do you do with him this year? Assuming the the uh, the masseuse stuff doesn't happen, but he's coming off a four and twelve season, coming off the season he just had. Are you franchising him or or what are you doing? Uh, probably. Are you franchising and trying to trade him? I'm franchising and trying to trade him. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that's a sensible move. And, and that and and then I would have hit reset. So I mean, this whole thing isn't about. Deshaun Watson, but I know there's teams before this that would look at that and say, "Dude, we can't." How often do you get a 25 year old quarterback? People are so who just terrified. led the leg in passing. Yeah, they're so terrified to be without a quarterback that that is a star, and, and that's why and that's why it's going to happen. And I still think you you can be successful with that guy if you're a sharp organization. The problem is there's just not that many sharp organizations that can pull it off. And you know, and, and that's and with your strategy, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, the it's, truth is. The Rams and the 49ers both got to the Super Bowl with very, very mediocre players at quarterback. And both of them were looking to upgrade big time. You can and do they, it. And they and I think the Rams did upgrade. Uh, I don't know that the 49ers are really upgrading because I, I don't know who they're drafting yet. I don't either. But, but they're, they're, they're going to take a shot with a first rounder and they're going to say, well, we got three, three to five years for him to figure it out. If not, we'll take another shot with a first rounder. And the reason why they had to trade picks to do it 
is because their team is too good to have a high draft pick to get one right now. But I think the 49ers realize Jimmy Garoppolo ain't it. Right. And rather than going out and getting a veteran quarterback that's going to force the rest of this roster to fall apart around him, let's stay cheap at the quarterback position and keep trying to build this team around a young guy and hope that he works uh, out. Well, I'm and I think like I'm like a lot of GMs. I would be arrogant enough to think I could pay the quarterback and still put a team around him. Not me. I, I think I've seen enough examples that I'd I, I'd want to play. Scared. It. You're scared, AJ. No, I'm smart. No, you're scared. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you, you'd be like Cal McNair right now. No, or you'd be Bill O'Brien. Uh, Give no. him everything. No, Give I have all not. the money. There's a lot of things I wouldn't have done. <laughs> but you know what? The, the problem with this 49ers trade is if it doesn't work out, it, then you wind up giving away the third overall pick next year like the Texans did with Tunsil, and you look stupid. Sure. And and that could easily happen because guess what? They weren't very good this year. But guess what? That means they'll probably be bad for two more years, and then when they do have a draft pick again, they'll take it again, and they'll still have a good young quarter, or they'll have another shot at a good young quarterback, and hopefully they've still got some cap room to build a team around them. Yeah, now now you're talking three years of wasted seasons. Maybe so. Yeah, that, again, I I don't consider Like last year wasn't a wasted season with Deshaun Watson? Yeah, Like if he played next year... On a, on his second deal, it wouldn't be a wasted season. It one hundred percent would be wasted. Well, that goes back to what I was saying before. And again, now now that he's, you know, now with the towel off, it doesn't count. But you could have built rebuilt this roster around him in one off season to where you're back in a playoff hunt. I mean, you're not a Super Bowl team yet. That was a lot of work to do. And smart guys can do that. And, and that's 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 the thing. I mean, I, I'm never going to be the guy that says, "Oh well, you know what? I'm not smart enough to put a roster around this guy." And because you know, that's kind of, but that's I, th- kinda I don't, the mentality I don't think it's here. crazy to say that I'm not smart enough to build a roster around this guy in one off season. Like you're, no, it's you're not like crazy. Going, but- you're thinking like I'm hitting, you're, you're calling your shot, like pointing in the, in the outfield. Like, dude, you hit a double year one. It's pretty good. And then you hit a double next time up. You're in good shape. You like, but when you go swinging for the fences like that, I think more often than not, but you didn't have to swing for the fences to, and, to and they, turn it around in one year. Yeah, you, you did. No, you didn't. And that, and that's the thing. And I, I mean, I, we went over this all last off season. Here's what you can do. Here's how you create cap room. Here's how you go get a couple. You really only needed about four or five legitimate starters on that defense. Your offense was good enough. It doesn't matter. Where now. would you have found four or five of them? You got them in free agency because you gave away all your draft picks, which I never would have done in the first place either. But they were in free agency. I gave you names. I went through the whole thing, and all guys that you could get for eight to ten million. All guys that would have made your defense significantly better, and all guys that you assume would want to come play here. Well, on a four and twelve football team, uh, or uh, until all this, a lot of guys wanted to come play with Deshaun Watson too. I don't think that's true. Uh, Deshaun Watson was four and twelve last year in the best season of his career. Nobody yeah, wants to come here and lose. Yeah, you're again. You're assuming that guys look at all the guys that came here and wanted to play for crap contracts. There's guys out there that want to play for with guys like Deshaun. Watson. That's because Deshaun used to be a 12 and four guy. Yeah. Now he's a four and 12 guy. But you, what you have to do is you have to convince him that that was an aberration and we need better players. And then go, those guys would want to be better players. And none of this matters anymore because a they didn't do it. They didn't listen to me at all, which they never have. And I, I talk too fast for Cal. I get it. I probably should go a lot slower. And B, it doesn't matter now because he's all Mr. Sexual Assault. All right, guys. I got to tell you about Pro Dunk Hoops. ProDunkHoops.com. That's the website where you go to find the best basketball goal on the entire planet. How, what makes it the best, you say? How about it's the thickest steel of any goal on the market? 75% thicker than the best brands in the big box stores. Uh, it's got a tempered glass backboard. If it breaks or cracks for any reason whatsoever, guess what? They'll replace it for free. 
They've got a design to fit your home, your driveway, your backyard. They've got one uh, that's fully portable called the Bear. If, so if you got a picky HOA or something like that, or you, you like to you want to take it out to your ranch, whatever you're doing on the weekends, haul it along with you, man. And they're all adjustable from ten feet to five feet with the turn of a handle. So any age can play, any age can make baskets, and that's what it's about. These kids getting out there having fun, or maybe you need some self confidence. You want to go out there, you want to throw down on that eight foot goal on your on your uh, eight year old, and you want to yell in his face like you just did something. Go ahead and do it. Get your new hoops goal today. By the way, that's not from experience. See it all at ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com, 281-351-9822. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz 713-780 ESPN. Your number 713-780-3776. Let's try a phone call. Drew, go. Hey, what's up, guys? Sports. Sports, man. Hey, um, I just want to hear y'all's opinion on why you guys think we're the Texans are so far away from being good. Uh, we lost six games last year that were pretty close, twice against the Colts at the goal line, once overtime to the Titans. We lost 9-7 to seven to the Browns. We were up 21-0 to zero against the Steelers. All of those teams were playoff teams. We lost against the Vikings. Uh, they called off foolish touchdown right at the end. Uh, that six games, we were pretty close, and obviously we're four and 12, but if we win those six games, it's a lot different season. Just want to hear your opinion, guys. I would say you also beat the Jaguars by two points. I mean, it, 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 go look at every team in the NFL. You want to know the difference between good teams and bad teams? Every team plays five or six games that are one possession games. Yeah. Even the, even even the, the Chiefs. Yeah. And the thing is, good teams win them. And every single one of those games that you brought up, look, the Vikings game, they were down eight and tried to score in the last play. The guy was out of bounds. Even if they score, they have to get a two-point conversion. Um, You know, okay. I'm not giving you that one. Now, twice against the Colts, they fumble on the last drive. Maybe I give you one of those. Because they're, they're 50-50 games. Yeah. Right, so I'll give you one of those. There's five wins. The Browns game, you were completely outplayed, and the, the Browns. The only reason the Browns didn't score a hundred is because it was a crazy weather game. Yeah, I mean, I, if you watch that game, yeah, if the score was close up until Nick Chubb went six thousand yards and went out of bounds at the one, by the way, or else it's another touchdown. Exactly, not a close game. Okay, so you can call that a one possession game, but it really wasn't, and your defense couldn't stop anybody in the fourth quarter. So yeah, and then you got lucky to beat the Jags. I don't, I, you know, again, that's, that's basically you, you heard John Harris talking on Texans all access and you just parroted it is what you just did. Well, the Texans are the, uh, the chiefs uh, beat the Falcons by three. They beat the saints by three dolphins by six Broncos by six bucks by three Raiders by four Panthers by two. 
I mean, if you flip half those, the Chiefs might not make the playoffs. And that yeah. doesn't even count the Chargers game that they won by three. Yeah. I, I mean, th- that's that's the NFL. Yeah, by the way, the, the Chiefs were like one and eight against the spread yes. down the stretch. Now go, <laughs> that's go, the look NFL. At, go look at the Buccaneers. Yeah. They had a bunch similar. of games like that, too. Every team has that. And, and that... The, the exceptions are like the Jags this year and the Jets, who were just getting dog-stomped every single week. But... Okay, so you're better than the Jags and the Jets, barely. But you were. Last year. Yeah, last I, I year. I don't think you are now. No. Uh, they're, they're fixing problems that you can't fix. Your problems are growing. And, I, I mean, the, the reality is, like, a lot of these games you're talking about, they scored late with garbage points. And, yeah, they were up on the Steelers, but what happened in the second half? It's the same thing that I, I give AJ grief about because, oh, well, the Ravens outplayed the Steelers in the first half, and then they got their ass outplayed in the second half. Steelers did the same thing to the Texans. You know, the Titans game? Except my whole argument there was that the Steelers are phony, and I was right. Yeah, it, it took you to the end of the season to be right. They I was were right. Like 12 games in. But, you know, I mean, the Packers game, they were they were not even in it. And, yeah, they beat the Jags by two. What a great job. <laughs> they beat a Patriots team. Uh, and they, they Like, let's just stop trying to, like, yeah. make something out of last year's Texans that wasn't it. They, yeah. They and, sucked. And, by the way, you lost to the Bengals without Jose Burrow. Yes. At home. Like, there's no reason to try to turn last season into a positive. There was nothing positive about it. It was an awful, awful season. It, the the old thing that you could take a positive out of was, well, Deshaun Watson had his best statistical year ever, so maybe that's something to build on. Now, who cares? Or, hey, you we know, got the number three pick in the draft. Hey, we it, can start build- Oh Yeah, Deshaun doesn't want to play for you, and uh, even if even if he did, he's going to be suspended. So it, in, it doesn't in the, matter how good he's getting. In the history of the NFL, I, and I will say in the salary cap era, in the history of the NFL, bad teams, that's their go-to line. Well, we had six games we could have won. Everybody has six games they could have won. Good teams win, bad teams lose. The Chiefs found ways to win because they were a better team than the guys they were playing against. That's simple. So, yeah, I, 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 look, I, I get that you're trying to find positives. And I think, other than quarterback, yeah, that's there's a reason Las Vegas lines are small in regards to, regards to one score caller guy. Yeah, look at how many games during the course of the year have betting lines that are more than seven points. It's rare. It's when you have a really crappy team, and when we do, it's like, oh boy, yeah, we almost try to give up seven. You almost always want to take the Jets in that situation, yeah. uh, but. You know, that's why, I mean, the, the league is close. And you know what? I We could go look at the Cowboys and make the same argument from last season. Could we not? Yes. I, I, I just don't. I, if your team is bad, just say they were bad. Yeah. There's no need to make excuses for it. So, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm going to. If there's a real excuse, like if Deshaun's head had gotten broken off in game two of the season. And they went four and twelve. You go. That's going to happen, man. You lose your quarterback, things can fall apart in a hurry. But he didn't. He had the best season of his entire life, and they won four football matches. Right? You know what? 
the the Cowboys lost to the Rams by three. They should have won that one. Uh, they lost to the Seahawks by a touchdown. There's another one score game. They should have won, right? We're yep. giving them those two. Uh, a little bleak from there. Um, but uh, that's the Steelers game was 24 19. They should have beat the Steelers, right? We're going to give them that one. There's I told three. you everybody should have beat the Steelers. Um, yeah, at the time. And then, uh, yeah, they uh, lost to the Giants. On the, there's four games right there. Four games that you just got to give the Cowboys because they were close games. That's your argument. And they would have won the NFC East by like six games if they won those. Hey, man, let me do a little math there. About six game difference if you ask me, baby. Oh, boy. All right, well. Tell you what, if you guys uh, are in need of a lawyer, if you get an accident out there, which uh, happens, man, I mean, a bunch of people back on the road again, and you get that slippery weather, you're going to get in a wreck, you're going to call Dave. And it doesn't matter what kind of accident, 18-wheeler, industrial, workplace, slip and fall, lawyer Dave is your man. What's up, Dave? Thank you, Fred. Hey, Blitzers, yep, it's me, lawyer Dave, Houston-based lawyer David Mestemaker, and I am a personal injury lawyer. If you get personally injured in any kind of an accident, like Fred just said, call me, 713-626-8900. I'll listen to your story, and if I can help you out, I'll do my very best. But LT Gray Tejano, what if I'm in an accident? I can't afford to go to a doctor. I don't have insurance. What, what, what am I going to do? Well, if it was you, Fred, I would tell you to pound sand. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was a blitzer... I would tell them, hey, Blitzers, you don't need any money out of your pocket to go see a doctor. I'll get you to one without any money up front. And if you don't have transportation, I'll get you a ride back and forth. How about that? What if I can't afford you? <laughs> There's no charge for consultations, Fred, ever. We do this together on a contingency fee, meaning when we win, we split our winnings appropriately. All right, based right here in Houston, but you practice all, o- all over Texas. You drop the axe on them. Give, them. give them your numbers, how they get in touch with you. Give me a call at 713-626-8900. That's answered 24-7. Or email me at lawyerdave.com or send me a tweet at lawyerdavelaw. All right. Uh, if they need a lawyer, what do they do? They had better dial Dave. My name is Stephen A. Smith, and you're listening to 98.7. Wait, what? I said 98.7. That's my show. Let's try this one more time, okay? My name is Stephen A. Smith, and you're listening to 97.5 FM. is the blitz on espn 97.5 and on espn 92.5 live from the veritex community bank studios here's fred fowler and aj hoffman and we're back on the blitz so i'm gonna give you a team and i'm not gonna tell you who it is okay and and you tell me how many wins they should have had all right okay they lost one game by three points should have won that Lost one by eight. If we're going to give the Texans a Vikings game, we got to give them that one. Uh, they lost one by two. They lost a game by four. So we got four wins, right? They lost another game by two. There's five. They lost another game by three. There's six. And uh, then the rest of the year, they, they got blown out. 
So I'm guessing that's the Jags. That is the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. who should have had seven wins based on that guy's logic. And won the NFC East. Or AF, AFC uh, Central, actually. AFC South, actually. South, yeah, whichever. With seven wins, you win the NFC East. That was the oh, joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're only they're in the East. They're just, yeah. But that's... Uh, NFC Central? What are you? What how old are you? I... I <laughs> I didn't say NFC. I said, at least I got the conference Oh, you right. said AFC Central. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the Oilers were back in the day. So, um, which I, you know, when they came in, I kind of wish they'd put them in a division with the Browns and the Steelers and would've been cool. the Bengals like the old days. Because the Ravens were still, you know, they were just the old Browns. You could have put them in the other one. But I guess, you know, it makes sense the way it is. So, better, better rivalries. Texans would have sucked in that division. Um... All right, let's see what Lamont has to say. Say, man, uh, I just want to rebuttal against our last caller. Uh, you know, I, I really get tired about the, uh, the one game, uh, the one score. Uh, you know, we only about. I'm, I'm a big Houston Texans fan, but if you're going to do that uh, uh, same argument, you got to go to the year before uh, uh, when uh, 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 the Texans went 11 and five or 10 and six. The year before, it was all for one, uh, yeah. uh, uh, one game win, and uh, uh, you had that same argument with that. Uh, that they could have easily been, they could have easily been, you know, three six and, and ten, uh, five and eleven, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was. I think. I mean, I just think it's a dumb argument, man. Uh, that's all I have. Yeah, I mean, that's like like Fred was saying. That's most most teams in the NFL. If you're winning. You're most of if more if more of your games are, you know, beyond one score games than not, either you're really really good or really really bad. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he brought up that uh, 18 season because that was the one where they start off 0 and three, and then beat the Colts in a game where Frank Reich went for it on in overtime. Yeah, kind of gave him the game. Beat the Cowboys 19. That would have been a tie. Right. Yeah, it would have been a tie, but they get a win for it. Yes. The they beat the Cowboys in OT, Jason Garrett also screwing up. They beat the Bills 20 to 13 and only because the Bills were down to a quarterback who was maybe one of the worst we've ever seen in the NFL. They were losing that game. Uh then they kind of cruised through a couple. And remember the Broncos game where they let them drive down there and the Broncos missed a field goal, they would have beaten them 20 to 19. The Washington game, Alex Smith snaps, and they still only win it by two. They barely beat Colt McCoy. Uh, they barely beat the Browns that year by four. And, yeah, that was uh, – and then lost to the Colts in the wild card. So that was a team with a good record, but every game came down to the end. Not every game, but most of them. So you can easily flip-flop that. Yep. So fair point. All right, 713-780-ESPN is the number, 713-780-3776 if you want to get in. You know what? i got to tell people about uh, to head out to Madison's on Dallin in Beaumont this Friday, April 16th from 1 to 7 p.m. for a Miller Coors Roadshow. Join us at this local favorite for great food and bar options like burgers, steak, fish tacos, and, of course, Miller Coors specials all day. So come by and see us at Madison's on Dallin this Friday from 1 to 7 p.m. been a while since we've been at Madison's. It's been, uh, no, it hadn't been that long. Remember we were out there with Josh and we were in on the uh, back patio. 
They've got that. Oh, new yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I. That, yeah, that was with Josh. That wasn't that long ago. Yep, they yep. opened up the uh, the the outside thing. They've got that swing. It's a cool little setup. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice little setup out there. So, I, I don't think inside was very full then. That they, I think they were kind of limiting that because this was still pretty early on yeah. in the in the thing. It was uh, November, I think, early okay. November. I think the I think the pandemic has aged me like twelve years. Yeah. I really do. It, it, it's I, I don't even remember remember that until well now. Was that the one where Josh got really trashed and stayed in Beaumont? Uh, I think that's the one where we where Juggalo Trey ended up at uh, the strip club, the gentleman's club. Yep. In, no, in, that was uh, that was the West. Because that was on December 18th. Oh, I didn't go to that show. Yeah, you West. weren't there. That was on my birthday, and that's when we all got the Roni. Right. Yeah. So it would have been November. It would have been before that. Okay. So, yeah, that's the one where Josh got really ripped. Did he get really hammered then? Yeah, well, because wasn't Jilly. Yeah, I think they got a hotel Jilly, room. Yeah, night. Jilly was there with him. Oh, that. Uh, no, that was no. at the golf place. Oh, so, yeah. 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 Five under. So I don't know when it was. It was sometime in the last six months, though. I know that. <laughs> so it hasn't been that long. But we have been there. I don't know why I don't remember that one. I, I remember sitting outside, and, and yeah, because Trey was basically going around mouth-licking everyone and not getting the Yeah, run. he was like really close to a dude. It was very, it was very odd. Very uncomfortable. Wasn't there a woman hitting on him yeah. at one point? There's a woman that always hits on Trey in Beaumont. A different woman every time. Somebody's trying to be the first one to get it. Hmm. Yeah, y'all were there November 19th. So that was a week before Thanksgiving. Okay. And then December 18th was the other one, because that's easy to remember. And AJ wasn't there. I wasn't there. And then we all. Thus, had... I didn't get the Rona, but it was my fault that you did. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. It was your fault. All of us got it. And I'm glad you're admitting that. Finally. Yeah. Which I, I still don't understand how Trey could go over there and not get it. And the rest of us did. Fortunately, weak immune systems, I guess. Eh. He's the true Baytown badass. That's right, Bubba. Dude, I, I, that stuff can come on me all at once. I'm telling you, I'm. Is that what Deshaun's? Yeah, that's the Deshaun <laughs> joke, yes. Everona can't touch me. You kidding me? I mean, leprosy comes, looks at me and says, oh, no, uh-uh, I ain't getting anywhere near that. But Rona did touch you. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know how I sick mean, I got? I beat it up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I barely, if I hadn't had to go get tested, I wouldn't have known. I'd have, I'd have just been out there spreading. 713-780-ESPN. Let's see what... Uh, Jimmy's on about here. Jimmy Crack Corn. So, hey guys, uh, I got a non sportsy question for you. But uh, how pissed off would you guys be if you just heard right now that ERCOT is announcing that uh, everybody in the state of Texas needs to start conserving electricity again? Yeah, I heard that. Uh, they're, they're saying uh, they're, they're worried about a possible emergency situation. Emergent, we may enter emergency conditions again. Um, they're saying they don't expect expect outages, but you know it wouldn't shock them if they do. Uh, and they said declaring an emergency would allow us to access additional resources. We're we're uh, we're requesting energy conservation at this time. Consumers and businesses are urged to reduce their electricity use this afternoon and into the evening. <sighs> hey man, f- that. I mean, yeah, I. I- what what are we gonna do when it's like a hundred something degrees? Like, if you're having trouble now, and it's like one of the more beautiful days that we've had, 
this is like a windows down day. If you're, if you're struggling now, what are we going to do in two months? Uh Oh, what, what if they have a tip from like the CIA or something that a foreign entity is going to try to attack our power grid and they're trying to, uh, stave off usage just in case it actually happens. Because if in this day and age, if you want to attack somebody, that's what you do is you go after their infrastructure, their power grids, and their internet. Yeah. Well, you really are a conspiracy theory guy, aren't you? No, I'm just saying is a, if I were to do something, if I were put in charge of taking down a country, I would go after one of their most powerful states and their entire energy grid to weaken them and give them a... I mean, just like it happened in Pearl Harbor. You hit them right in the mouth and knock them on their ass and go, oh, crap. You know who doesn't even know we exist? Like every other country in the world. Like New York and L.A. is all that they think about. Hate to break it to you. Not the ones who know about oil and how dependent we are on it. Yeah, well, that's why they always attack New York, not us. But I, 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 don't, under, I don't understand enough about this to know why the hell they're trying to say something like this i I don't know enough i don't either and i just know that it's stupid and i i don't want to hear any more excuses from those people and anybody in charge with that uh, of that when the time comes when our revolution comes they're going to be the first ones that we lock up yep all right quick break it's the blitz on espn 97.5 Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. Take the day off work and play a fun round of golf with your favorite sports station at the ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Occasional Invitational presented by SiteJab.com, benefiting Kids Meals Houston. This year's tournament will take place. Wednesday, April 28th at 11.30 a.m. at Wildcat Golf Club. Each golfer will receive beverages from Michelob Ultra, lunch from Uberito, dinner from BB's Tex Orleans, 18 holes of golf, and a quick socially distant award ceremony immediately after the tournament. Register now at ESPN975.com. I've got some kind of cool news. Yeah? So um, I am going to be on May 16th. I'm doing one on this Sunday, so the, one of the, the local uh, fight uh, promotion here is called Fury now, um, and I, I'm I'm broadcasting. I'm doing uh, on UFC Fight Pass again this Sunday. Oh, cool, cool! But on May 16th, I'll be broadcasting the fights on UFC Fight Pass, and Dana White will be there doing his looking for a fight thing. Uh, so pretty cool, pretty cool event to be a part of. So I, I don't know. I mean. I don't know when tickets will be available and stuff, or I'd tell you that, but I just found out that I'm going to be uh, calling fights for Dana White. Wow. One of these days you'll replace Joe Rogan. That seems unlikely. <laughs> it seems unlikely. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Let's do a Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gem of the Day. 
All right, I'm I'm as dorky as the next guy about certain things, and this I can probably live without. Disney is doing a; they're basically creating a Star Wars hotel, and as part of the Star Wars hotel, they allegedly have created a real lightsaber. Now I don't think it's a lightsaber that will actually cut your flesh. I think it's a thing of light where you push a button. So it can't cut your hand off. Well, I hope so it's not. A flashlight. Yeah, it, basically, it's a that's flashlight. what they call those things. Yeah. yeah, and it's like okay, but you're marketing it as a real lightsaber. I'm sorry if little kids can't chop each other in half. It's not a lightsaber. It's not a lightsaber. When they can teach me how to do that part. Then I'll talk. And you know what? I'm I'm so out on Star Wars. I don't even remember what that was. I was where he's uh, killing Samuel L. Jackson with the electricity oh, okay. from the fingers. Oh, okay, Mace Windu. That I remember. But okay, so that's just like those guys running around on the one wheel boards and calling them hoverboards. Listen, if you're not hovering, it's not a hoverboard. Nope. And if it can't kill people, it's not a lightsaber. But that's your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Yeah, I, uh, I, that was kind of my alternate Hey Man Bleep That, but I've got another one that I kind of like better. So, man, uh, not, you weren't, uh, you were Moderna, right? I am. Yeah, because yep. the, the, the Johnson & Johnson one now, they're halting because of uh concerns about clots yep and all i'll say is i'm glad that i was team pfizer yeah because <laughs> so far that's been a, you, you know what's gonna happen like six months from now we're all gonna have some kind of weird disease sure. that you can't do anything about and, and you know what if it gets me it gets me yeah that's how i feel but I, can, I, I can start getting on planes again so and I've, I've got some business trips coming up which i'm really excited about so oh well i'm back on the plane that's all I care about. Uh, did you see the Astros news? No. Martin Maldonado uh, is finalized an extension that would keep him in Houston through 2022 with a vesting option for 23. Wow. It's odd considering I don't think I've seen him hit the ball this year. Yeah, I, I, he's he's batting zero zero zero, right? Is he? Is it that? I was no, just kidding. No, no. But he, it, it, I, I don't think it feels I've, that way. When I've watched the Astros play... He's batting zero. I've not seen him get a hit this year. I, I've seen him. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't seen every at-bat, certainly. But I've seen a lot more at-bats where he struck out than he made contact. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah. I, I, and, I mean, I, and I hate to say this, kind of the same thing for my boy, Miles Straw. He has yeah. three hits and 32 at-bats. Okay, oh, so. how many strikeouts? Uh, I'll have to look closer into more detailed stats. He's currently 14. batting. Point oh nine four. Okay, and his OPS is two fifteen. But to to be fair, to be, to fair. be fair, he uh, I, I've I've obviously not seen any of the three at bats where he got a hit. I have not either. So that's that's probably on me, not him, because I haven't watched every inning of every game. I, mean, I, I didn't really watch any of last night's. I just I, all I was curious about was how they responded to Hinch. What's Miles Straw doing? Give me the give me the stats on old Straw. I and listen to, again with Straw and Maldonado. You you should take into account that they are 
solid defensive players. And Miles Straw, don't don't disrespect his name. He's hitting two oh six. Okay. That's much better than oh nine four. But again seven hits and thirty four at bat. Solid defensive player. Uh if he ever starts getting on base, he can steal some. He's got two stolen bases already. Yeah. yeah if he he get, should maybe if, bunt more often. He's only struck out four times. Okay. That's yeah, pretty if, good. if you could get that two oh six up to two fifty, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. You know who else is not really hitting? Kyle Tucker. No. He did have two hits last night, but it's early yet. It's early yet. It's always early yet. Until it's not. And then it's too late. 713-780-ESPN your number. 713-780-3776. Yeah, Grinky just didn't... He didn't have the good stuff last night. No, he really didn't. It was... And, uh, And the truth is, that Tigers lineup... It's hard to find nice things to say about it. Uh, well, AJ Hinch is doing a fine job. There are a lot of guys on that team that, I'll be honest, I'd never heard their names before. I was like, "What? Who? What?" And like, I I play fantasy baseball, so like, I'm you know, I, well, you I know who Robbie Grossman is. I do know who Robbie Grossman is. Okay, that's it. He's the one. <laughs> Kyle Tucker does lead the team in home runs and RBI, though. Oh, there's that. So he's hitting 225, but he's got four bombs and 11 batted in. That's not bad. Yeah. You'll take that. Somebody says one of Maldonado's hits was a check swing against the shift. <laughs> oh, jeez. Was it really? Yeah, he uh. struck out 15 times and 32 it. Oh, <laughs> I guessed 14. Okay, give me give me his, uh, if you have his stats up, give me his, his strikeout to walk ratio. Let's see... I bet it's 15 to 3. 15 to 1. Oh, I gave him too much credit. My bad. Mm. Oh, I would say boy. it's below average. So his on-base percentage is like 115, 130, like, 121. Oh, God. I know it's early yet, like you say, Fred, but... <laughs> oh. uh, Altuve looks kind of like old Altuve. That's good. Yeah, so far. Yuli looks really good. Yeah, Michael Brantley's looked really good. Yeah, well, you expect Brantley to be good. I mean, Honestly, he, he he led the league in hitting for most of the most of the season last year until late. Besides those two guys, I guess two years ago, I feel like you got to feel pretty good about how the lineup looks so far, right? Yeah, but what you they're eight and nine. So what do you really expect? Yeah, out of Straw and Maldonado. Yeah, and now I expect Straw to hit better than that. The guys that you need to hit to really make this team go, they're all for the most part hitting. They're all right. So he said, if you knew Grinky was throwing 51 miles an hour, could either of you hit it? Uh, I'm going to go probably not because he would know. 51? Yeah. If I knew a 51-mile-an-hour pitch was coming and it was going to be straight? Uh, no, not, no, it nothing didn't. About Did you not see it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, well, it, it ain't no straight in those things. No, I'm no. not hitting that. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not even close. I would probably fall down trying to hit it. I, I would probably close my eyes and just swing and hope. That's all. All right, I have some uh, some numbers for you when, when you come back. Because as uh, Lance likes to likes to say about himself, I'm a numbers guy. You are. Uh, You're not as much of a numbers guy as him, but no, I actually I'm I'm more because oh. I, I can count higher. Oh, but I uh, have some percentages for you on what NFL teams fans drink the most and smoke the most marijuana on game day. 
Let's do it, baby. And I'll just say, Texans fan, not embarrassing yourself. There's how, How's that for a tease? And that was a numbers tease, right? Numbers tease. Yeah. It's a quick break. It's the Blitz at ESPN 97.5, 92.5.